Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Outbreak Podcast, an outlet for discussing creativity and the great beyond. We also discuss everything from gaming to film to the dark and dreary corners of the internet. I'm your host on this wild ride, William Key. This is episode 79. And I just got off of a fantastic recording with Matt Cariotti over on the Royal City Gamescast. Stay tuned for that. That's supposed to come out this week. Jordan wasn't able to make it out. So we basically were told, do whatever you want. You know, Jordan gave us a rough lineup, but then Matt was like, do you want to do something different? And I'm like, sure. So we ended up having a nice like 50 minute just back and forth about whatever crossed our mind. It felt like a very free form podcast which, you know, I, I haven't been on one like that in a while. So it's it's it was nice to just kind of shoot the shit and just talk about whatever was going on in our mind. And it reminded me of sort of like the old Stardust Drive podcast. You know, there was, the later episodes ended up being a lot more freeform discussion around the games, movies, stuff that we were watching, you know, and it had news and stuff in there. You know, we bookended uh, at least this episode that we recorded with our introductions as well as games that are coming out this week so we made sure to keep that information in there but most of the discussion in the middle was just sort of back and forth and it ended up flying in all different directions there was no stopping us that train was a rolling out of the station and off the tracks meanwhile you know so i'm recording this immediately after and it is 9 20 right now this is the latest i've ever started a recording at the house because I originally wasn't planning on doing an episode today. Um, I just haven't really been in much of a mood to record the past couple of weeks. I also haven't really been listening to a lot of podcasts. I've been letting the backlog sort of build up. And I think that means that next week I'm probably going to come back into podcasting intensely. Usually what happens is there's like two or three weeks where I'm just not in the mood. And then all of a sudden I'm full steam ahead. And I'm like, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. It's because... Like, I also really don't have any games to discuss. I haven't been playing any games. I returned God of War and and Jedi Fallen Order, and I was at the library yesterday. I can attest to this. My wife was there. She saw, well, she wasn't actually there. She was at a swim lesson. But I was at the library, and I was looking at the games. God of War was on the shelf. I could have taken it, but I didn't. You know, there were other games that I was actually debating picking up, too. Could I tell you what they were? No, I don't. But I roamed around the library. That was the longest I'd roam around the library because I, I was half tempted to rent some books. But then I realized it is very hard to navigate libraries when you have no clue what you're looking for. Like for some reason, I went into it. I had this sort of like fantasy that I was going to walk into the library and everything that I wanted was just going to be glowing and I could pick it up and I'd be like, oh, this is what I wanted all along. Oh, a book on anxiety that's for me? Oh, it's like it was waiting for me. But no, I, a book on anxiety. Um, it's like I'm talking my truth or something. Uh, so, you know, I went in and it's a lot like, I'm like window shopping at the library, which is, it's very strange to think because at the library, everything is basically free, but you have to return it after a couple of weeks. I will take the plunge. I will eventually just go ham and rent a bunch of movies and and games and books from the library. And I'm going to just live my best life, my, my best life, you know, with my with my library card. Rent all these stuff out for two to three weeks and not finish them. Sorry, I'm in a bit of a giddy mood. I know I just got off a good podcast. So like, like give it to me, okay? I So as I've been saying, I have not played any games 
but I've been watching some shows. Okay, so I'm going to get into some spoilery discussion. I will warn you, this first show I'm going to talk about, there will be some minor spoilers-ish. I'm, I'm air quoting minor because I don't think it's actually minor. Guys, if you have been kept keeping up with Stranger Things, you guys know that episodes eight and nine dropped. That show ended and it ended on a cliffhanger, a big cliffhanger that basically told us that things are going upside down, baby. Um, season five, which is set to debut sometime in 2024, I'm guessing, uh, which is two years out from now. And we were probably going to start filming that uh, sometime this fall, I would assume, or even early next year. It's going to take place in Hawkins and the upside down has basically taken over Hawkins. We're going to get a bit of a significant time jump as well in the series. Uh, we can see a lot of these characters sort of enter the late stages of teenhood into young adulthood, probably graduating high school. The show is going to be focusing a lot on this sort of big climactic showdown between the kids of Indiana and Vecna and the Mind Flayer. We had some very sad deaths that happened at the end of these last two episodes, which I'm not going to spoil. That's the one thing I'm not going to spoil is the deaths of the show because, you know, there's already petitions for bringing characters back, specific characters. If you've seen Twitter the last couple of uh, days, it's been very sad. It is what it is. You know, somebody had to die, unfortunately, and more people will die, I would imagine, come season five. The one thing I am super excited for is that our big boy, Will Byers, is going to be playing a pretty prominent role in season five. Um, it was teased at the end that, you know, he started feeling that sort of itch at the back of his neck when he came back into Hawkins because he's always had a bit of a connection to the Upside Down, considering he had been kidnapped and, and held prisoner in the Upside Down for the better part of season one. Um, he was even infected with a parasite uh, from the Upside Down, one of the demo monsters. And he has this connection. Something tells me that things aren't going to go very well for his character in season five. I think that in order for the Upside Down to be cleansed, to be eliminated, maybe Will has to die. Maybe Eleven has to die. Vecna certainly has to die. He's the bad guy. But somebody major is going to die next season. And we're already starting to get some big, you know, resulting storylines from Will Byers. It has basically been confirmed in the last two episodes that Will Byers is gay. I think that was a big sort of question mark on his character for the past two seasons, and especially this season. He's had unrequited feelings for his best friend, Mike, that he has not been able to admit, but everybody, you know, Will's brother, uh, majorly, the audience knows, but nobody has come forward to really say anything, and he's not even saying anything. He doesn't even know, but he knows that he, how he feels about his friend, and I think he realizes it's really sad that those feelings aren't reciprocated, which is also really sad. Um, but yeah, Stranger Things. It's been a long season, especially with episodes eight and nine. Episode nine was two and a half hours long. Like, what the hell, guys? You know, the Duffers have already promised us that the next season, the final season, is not going to be as long. So something tells me it might be a shorter season. I am predicting it right now. We're going to get a six-episode season. I don't see how they can possibly stretch this out for nine or ten episodes, but they've done it before. In fact, this season was so long that every episode was basically an hour and a half to two hours long, which I think is ridiculous, but, you know, they made it work somehow. 
the other show that I've also been watching as well is Succession. I'm on season three of Succession. I'm about halfway through. And once Succession is done, it'll basically be a, uh, I will be ready and up to date and ready to watch season four as well. I think Better Call Saul comes back this week. So I have to go and look at that and see if it actually recorded. I actually don't think it did. So I'm pretty upset about that. So Better Call Saul comes out this week as well or next might be actually coming out next week. I'll have to double check. And my wife and I actually uh, restarted The O.C., which is now on Amazon Prime. I never watched it. And now anytime I do watch it and I'm watching the main character, Ryan, I can't help but think of Jim Gordon from Gotham because it's the same actor, just younger, um, a little more brooding as well as a young brooding mischief-making te- teenager uh, who is actually a 25-year-old playing a 17-year-old, which is not uncommon in Hollywood. But so far, so good. It's the OC. It's what I would have expected from a show of this caliber, of this writing, of this style. Fun fact, the the creator of this show, Josh Schwartz, I believe, was only 26 when he actually wrote and produced and created this show. And then he went on to create Gossip Girl. He also went on to create Marvel's Runaways as well. So he's made a pretty good name for himself. And I think he's a producer now for the new Gossip Girl show. So that's also pretty cool, I guess. Uh, I do want to get into uh, some of our major stories. It was kind of a slow week for news. It seems like all the attention is turned towards the gaming side. And our top story this week, it actually, we got confirmation of the release date for God of War directly from PlayStation, uh, confirmed by Corey Balrog, which is Barlog. Corey, Corey Barlog, who is the head producer at God of War. It has been confirmed that God of War Ragnarok will drop on November 9th for PlayStation 5 and PC. I predicted it. I called it. And the PlayStation Trophy Room guys called it as well. They were thinking it was going to land on November 11th to replace Starfield, which got delayed till April of 2023. November 9th is still close. It's still close. And in fact, it's just in time for holiday season and ready to basically compete with Elden Ring for Game of the Year. Will it be Game of the Year, though? I don't think so. I think Elden Ring's basically one game of the year but god of war will come very close it'll it'll at least be a contender so i'm glad that it is dropping this year i don't really have much else to say on this story other than the fact that i've still got to play the first one uh unfortunately i had to return god of war to the library and like i said i was looking at it on the shelf and i just didn't take the jump i didn't i didn't rent it so that's on me i apologize i will rent it the next time i'm there and i will continue my playthrough uh matt was actually telling me uh while we were discussing this on royal city Gamescast that there was like a like a skin or like a an item that you can buy on the store that actually gives you thor's hammer which i thought that would be perfect for kratos because his weapon his axe that he throws he can actually retract it like thor's hammer I'm like, if there's a costume, like a Thor costume as well, man, I would just, I'd be all in on that. That's awesome. Next up, in the same day that we got the announcement of the release date of God of War, we actually got an update to Square Enix's Forspoken game. This game was supposed to drop at the beginning of October of this year, but we've only seen like one or two gameplay trailers and they were a little rough. I I was not expecting this game to come out this year. Let's be real. I had a feeling this game was going to get delayed to like February or something like that. I didn't anticipate that it was going to be a 2022 release. And I was right. I was off a couple days, but I was right. So the creators of Forspoken did confirm that their game is dropping, I think, January 24th, 2023. I think that helps to get it away from God of War uh, because this game would have definitely been 
overshadowed by God of War. And the Christmas lineup, I think as a new IP, it would have struggled as a new release. I, I think that to release something like Forspoken at the beginning of the year is probably a smarter move. And it gives this game more time to sort of churn in the bucket and eventually maybe be at a more playable state. Considering that this game is only going to be available on the PS5 and PC, uh, I will not be able to access this game unless I have one of those things. But I will be keeping a close eye. It's a promising uh, new IP, something different from Square's like usual repertoire of Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts style games. You know, still within the, the the vein of high fantasy, but it's also borrowing from the sort of modern character story. So look forward to that. Our final news story for the day, I, I again, I kind of threw this uh, lineup together at the last minute because there wasn't really much to follow, but I thought that this last story was interesting. Tying it back to our discussion on Stranger Things at the beginning of this episode, the Duffer Brothers, who are the creators of Stranger Things, seem to have launched their own picture motion picture company, aptly titled Upside Down Pictures. If you guys follow Stranger Things, you know that reference. And they're going to be working much, much closer with Netflix on specific, I guess, um, straight to Netflix uh, shows. First off, they're going to be working on a live action Death Note show. This is going to be unrelated to the flop of a movie that was released on Netflix. And it's going to be a live action Death Note show. You know, I think they're already working on a lab, an, a Lavatar that's not a fucking show. They're going to be they're already working on an Avatar the Last Airbender live action show which good luck with that as well One Piece is getting a live action show. So I guess it only makes sense now that Death Note is joining joining that and hopefully with a with a prolific name like the Duffer Brothers on Netflix, you know, Netflix will give them as much funding as they possibly can to make this show somewhat successful. Another one that I'm more excited for that the Duffers are working on is a live action adaptation of The Talisman, which is a novel by Stephen King and Peter Straub. And it's, I don't know much about the novel other than that it has loose ties to the Dark Tower series, which again, Dark Tower is like the main, the major Stephen King series that ties together a lot of major Stephen King stories, has elements that can kind of, you know, reach out and touch everything, including the talisman. So to see a Stephen King story being adapted for a Netflix series, great to see. As well, they're going to be working on a potential Stranger Things stage play. I think it's just something that you'll you'll go to the theater. It's not going to be Netflix related. But there's also a Stranger Things spinoff. And we don't really know much about this. Is this going to be a prequel for certain characters? I was reading an article where David Harbour, the actor who plays Jim Hopper, was like... I want this actor from Euphoria, Jacob Eldori, to play me a young Jim Hopper. And it's like, is this a young Jim Hopper show? Probably not. I was When I was talking to Matt, again, yes, there's going to be correlations of things that I've talked about with Matt. I was, I was pitching the idea of possibly, if they're building out the Stranger Things universe, maybe do Stranger Things set before the 80s or do it later on, like modern day or the 90s or like with cell phones, like in you know, 2022, because I think that it's something that would still be relevant today, especially if say they closed, closed the portal in the end of season five and the upside down no longer exists, have it open up to, you know, a brand new audience now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super excited for 
everything that's coming down the pipe. We don't have any release dates yet for anything. The only thing we have a potential release date for is, of course, The Stranger Things Season 5, which is sometime in 2024. And, you know, expect to more news, at least in the coming years. We may even get more information on the spinoff of Stranger Things closer to 2024. I think we're still in very early days. Um, I imagine Death Note is probably going to be a little further ahead in development than, say, even The Talisman. But it's good to see that these guys have made sort of an exclusive first-look deal with Netflix because they've found success with Stranger Things. So it makes sense that, much like Mike Flanagan and a lot of the uh, popular horror shows that he's been creating with Netflix, that we have another, you know, we have another uh, set of developers that are also going to be working with Netflix exclusively. I want to review uh, last week's Twitter question, which I should have asked you guys a much more, you know, complicated question because all my answers were yes for this question. The question was, should Wolverine make an appearance in Deadpool 3? Overwhelmingly, yes. On both platforms. Yes, yes, yes. There was a big story that actually released last week that I didn't get a chance to talk about because it came out after the podcast. In fact, I should have talked about it here. This might be in the perfect place to talk about it. So Taron Egerton, who is best known for his role as uh, Elton John in Rocket Man, as well as leading the Kingsman franchise, uh, is actually met with Marvel Studios um, to potentially play a new character within the MCU. And he's really banking on Wolverine. I think he'd be the perfect choice for Wolverine because he has got more years ahead of him than he does behind at this point. And I think that he is sort of the right height. He's the right physicality. And he's just sort of the right look that you can kind of see it. And I'm thinking of like Hugh Jackman when he makes that like angry lunge at you face. I think Taron Egerton can do that as well. And yeah, I'm really hoping that that's the role that he's meeting for and that that's the role he eventually gets cast for. Now, when I say should Wolverine make an appearance in Deadpool 3, whether it be Taron Egerton or Hugh Jackman, I think Hugh Jackman should make more like a cameo appearance in Deadpool 3, if anything, as just like playing himself. But that might be a little too meta. Uh, I could see, you know, maybe his Wolverine making a universe hopping cameo for like, you know, because they've been doing that with with uh, Doctor Strange 2 and Spider-Man No Way Home. So it's very possible for Hugh Jackman to make a, a last-ditch cameo as Wolverine before eventually handing the reins over to somebody new for this MCU. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, next week's poll question, or sorry, the one that you'll have to answer by next week is related to God of War. And uh, guys, I'm, I am really bad at coming up with poll questions for the past couple of weeks because as you can see, this one's going to probably be straight yeses. We'll see. I'm guessing it now, unless you're an Xbox fan. Are you excited for God of War? Yes or no? Yeah, the question's going to be available on Twitter at the release of this episode, and the results will be available and discussed on next week's episode. So just go click yes. Go click yes on both at Podcast Outbreak, at Will Key. Make it easy for yourselves. Unless you're an Xbox fanboy and you don't even like God of War, then just you can say no to be divisive, I guess, and to give me some different responses if you want to stretch this episode out a little longer but why would you do that really who doesn't like god of war come on guys this brings us to the end of the episode it's a relatively short one this week uh make up for the fact that the last couple episodes were 
quite lengthy, but that's okay. You guys probably like those as well. I hope so. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can head over to my blog, wkey.wordpress.com, where I occasionally will post feature-length articles, news pieces, or general opinions on anything I find interesting. If you want to follow me on any of my social media platforms, first off, let's talk about Twitter. This podcast does have a Twitter account. It is at Podcast Outbreak, all one word. If you want to follow me on my personal Twitter account, that is at Will Key, spelled with two E's, K-E-E. Uh, you can search me up on TikTok. I've been trying to get in some uh, fancy TikTok trends, you know, including what Stranger Things character are you or what would be your perfect date. So I've been doing a couple of videos there. We'll try to do some more humorous stuff and maybe I'll bring back the Outbreak Quick Bits, you know, if I am in the mood to do so. Search me up on TikTok at William Outbreak. You can also search William Outbreak on Redbubble if you want to look for some potential clothing designs there. If you want to join me on my discord server or subscribe to my youtube channel the links are going to be available in the show notes below make sure you check those out before you click off this episode guys if you're listening to this on anchor uh the link is anchor.fm backslash the outbreak podcast but we are shipped out to all of the podcasting platforms this includes apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify listen notes iHeartRadio, amazon music plus audible and TuneIn plus alexa make sure you drop yourselves a five-star review give this podcast a rating and if it's good i will probably read it on the next episode because i want to i want to make some shout outs again to to my listeners i want to know that you guys exist and i want to beef you up i want to put you on the spotlight and give you your 15 seconds of fame that's right 15 seconds because that's how long it's going to take me to read those reviews Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and have yourselves a great night.